It's time to experience the Synergy Connection Show with your host, Lucy Forsting. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Synergy Connection Show, where we connect the dots between our physical, emotional, and mental and spiritual selves. We are complex human beings, and I'm going to focus on that word being because the being part of us over the last couple of years, um, I think, you know, we've had to recognize, you know, that we are very complex. And if we don't take care of the physical aspect of who we are and do our part, then you know, we're going to continue to get sick. And so we are now going into our third year of having this COVID variant virus uh, around. And um, a lot of people are getting breakthrough cases because they haven't done their part of staying healthy. And so I always tell people to go to my website. It's www synergyconnectionradio.com. And when you get there, you're going to see a link into Boomers Forever Young. I have been using their products for the last five years, and I attribute my health to using this you know, type of product, a nutritional that is outside of just our normal kind of nutritionals that you can get at CVS or Walgreens or any place like that. Um, and there are two tests that I really, really strongly recommend that you go and get. Uh, your doctor can write a script for it. They're very basic blood tests, but if you don't ask, they're not going to give it to you. And that is the D-DOG3 test. That is your immune system. You want your number when you get it to be above 70. The other one is a C-reactive protein test. You want that number to be below one. And that's the level of inflammation in your body. So those two are critical to your overall well-being. And I can't stress that enough, given the fact that so many people that have had their vaccinations and had their booster, you know, they're still coming down with these viruses. And hopefully, you know, they're not landing in hospitals, but they're still coming down with it. So I can tell you that my uh, inflammation level is a 0.3. And remember I said, I wanted it below one and uh, my immune function is at an 82 and you want that at at least a 70. The majority of people, when you get your numbers, it's going to be your immune function is probably going to be in the forties. So start taking D3. If you can go get, uh, they have some vaccinations for D3 shots that you can go get. Um, the inflammation level, uh, for most people is going to be a three, a four or a five, and you want that below one. So if you do decide to get anything from boomers, um, because they are a sponsor of the show, if you put my name in the discount box, just L-U-C-Y, you're going to get $5 off of your order. And, uh, so, you know, it all helps in today's world. Everything is so expensive for us. All right, I have as a returning guest, Mary Crawford, and Mary is an energy transformer. She's a master dowser, and she's a nutritional consultant. And her focus is to help you remember the powerful creator that you are. And we all create, but sometimes we create for the negative more than we do for the positive. So it's, it's learning to uh, regulate how you think 
in order to create better outcomes, or at least that's the way I look at it. So welcome back, Mary. Thanks, Lucy. It's good to be back. Um, so our topic today, I think, is like super fun. Um, it's 2022. We're here on January the 6th. And a lot of the astrologers that I have been looking at, they have the perspective that 2022 is a year of, uh, they call it a soul mission year, which I thought was just an interesting concept. And um, that there's going to be a doubling of energy that's focused on relationships and the relationships we have with others, but also with ourselves, um, our own energy, our intuition, our own wellness. So what is it that you see, you know, as, as we're looking at 2022? Well, there's so much. Um, as you know, there's a lot more light coming to the planet right now, and it has been for the past decade at least it's going to get really intense this coming year. But I want to start with the number two, because it's 2022. We have three twos in there, which make up the six. Mm -hmm. But two itself is a really interesting number because it is the number of supreme feminine energy. It is the number of coming together. It is the number of partnership and collaboration and support it is doing away with division. It's doing away with um, right and you're wrong. It's more about moderating um, uh, balance. And you've got three twos in this year. It's the most that we're going to have until we get to 2222. You know, it's, it's a really big, powerful group of twos. So cooperation, partnership, peace, um, also, two really brings in that divine feminine energy of intuition. And, and intuition brings with it awareness and compassion and being able to recognize other people's feelings and not just be so locked into your own space. In other words, it's really about, if you really tap into the two energy, it, it's about like that balance of Here's me, here's you. How can we create something together? Hmm. How can we um, come together in a balanced, appropriate way to create something bigger? And then we get into six. And if you look at the number six, you can picture it like a pregnant woman. Or it's that, it's that nurturing, full, rounded energy. Okay? So six is really an energy all about love and relationships and you know bringing all those twos in with that balance and that divine feminine energy. Um, it, it really kind of expands on that to create this powerful understanding of how love is the answer to everything. Love, love, love is the answer. It can heal you, it can heal relationships, it can heal the planet, it can heal the earth. Um, there's a, there's a little bit more in the six. It's also about responsibility. And, and we talked about recreating um, six, you know, if you, again, go back to the pregnancy idea, you're creating something. With six, you're recreating. You're recreating yourself. You're recreating your beliefs. You're recreating your goals. You're recreating your body. You're recreating your relationship. Whatever it is. I mean, if you are have been in a long relationship, Take a look at it. Go back to the beginning. Would I partner with this person again? 
what is it that I love about this person? What is it that I can um, change to make even better? And there, there's just so much. Oh, the other part of that recreating and that the six energy is responsibility, which you talked about a little bit a minute ago. We have to start taking responsibility, not just for our health, but for um, for just our being on the planet. You know, why are we here? We're not here just to do what somebody else tells us to do. We're here to be creators. We're here to, to design a life that has purpose. And we are here to be responsibly recreating um, all the energy about our work, our relationships, our health, our body, um, our fun. We can't leave fun out. Fun is <laughs> okay. So there's there's a lot more to that, but those are kind of the overarching ideas of of the six year and all the twos involved in it. So from your perspective, as as we're just in the very beginning stages of 2022, where should somebody begin in order to make this work? I would begin by really sitting down, taking some time, and it may not be just one day. It may be where you set aside, you know, an, a couple of minutes to an hour, a day for a week to really look at every part of your life. What do I need? to make this part of my life function even better? And maybe do I need to just start, start over completely? I wanna evaluate my beliefs. What do I believe about my health? What do I believe about relationships? What do I believe about um, the way the world is working right now? Can I, can I really start over and come up with something completely new? Um, as we ended, um, last year and started this year, that was kind of a, a theme that kept coming up everywhere, that this is going to be a year of looking at everything and coming up with a new way to do it. A lot of us reinvented ourselves in 2021. We reinvented our jobs. We reinvented our, our, um, our work. And some of us reinvented relationships. But this is going to be the year where we really sit down and look and, and, and solidify not net, maybe that's the wrong word because it's got to be a flow, but but move into some real concrete ideas, some real solid ideas of what is this new year going to look like? Because six is a year of responsibility. It's a year of not just flirting with ideas or not just pretending or not just kind of skirting around things. It's a, a year of, it, it's also not a year of codependence. If you have any codependence anywhere in your life, this is a year where it's going to really come to a head that that's not healthy for you. And that, again, could be relationship. It could be your body, your health. You could be that you're totally codependent on everything your doctor says or everything the news says or everything some, some guru on Facebook tells you. This is going to be a year where you, you cut off that codependence. You cut those cords and you start looking at being solely responsible for your own decisions, for your own life. And you come from a place of, of um, introspection, but also education, looking at what is the truth around you and, and really trying to um, evaluate that truth in a way that, that um, 
taps into your heart space, not just your head, but your heart really knows all the answers that your head is only pretending to know. Your head will always go back to what you knew before, right? That's the job of, of your head and your ego is to, to keep you in a place that feels safe and, and keep you with things that you already have proven to yourself that you know. But your heart is saying, no, there's something different. There's something better. Um, you don't have to stay stuck. So it's a year of listening to your heart as well. That's a lot of stuff I know. But it's, it could be a fun year. It's going to be an exciting year. I think, I think it will be. Um, a number of my shows recently, I've pointed out what you're saying, which is that 95% of our waking moments are actually spent in our brain trying to mm -hmm. rationalize and think about, you know, who said it? Where did the information come from? How can I fact check it? You know, and all of this. And of course, I know, and you know, um, I took statistics in undergraduate school and learned very quickly that you can make numbers say anything you want them to say. Um, mm -hmm. People are very good at manipulating numbers so that the outcome is what they want. And yet, you know, we also know that um, our heart does have the answer for us, maybe not for others. You know, certainly we can't predict what's the best answer for somebody else, but for us, it does have that answer. And we have 40,000 brain cells that actually reside in our heart. And mm -hmm. so, you know, you, it's not like you're just going there and letting love make the final decision for you, but you're letting your intuition, which is often based on love, help, you know, with those brain cells to kind of ferret it out and figure out, okay, what is the best situation for you? And then going with that gut, you know, reaction, like we have, we can be in a car and we can know, ooh, I think I need to exit and go a different way. And sometimes it's not because we know there's an accident ahead. It's just that feeling that kind of creeps into you and that's guiding you and saying, no, I think very strongly that you need to move and go this direction. Um, or we can meet somebody and our gut will say, this is not a good person you know, and, and be cautious, you know, don't give them too much information or, you know, don't give them everything that they're asking for. Like if they're saying, I want your social security number and, you know, a charge card, you know, no, maybe that's not the right person to give it to. Mm -hmm. I believe that um, your intuition is actually always your highest self speaking to you. Mm -hmm. It's how you tap into your source, your whatever that is to you, your, your, your highest self, God, the universe, whatever that means to you, speaks to you through your intuition, through your heart. And that's, if you're listening, it becomes a louder voice. It becomes a more easily recognized message. The more you listen, the more easy it is to, to know, okay, take a turn. Okay. Stop in that little store. Okay. You know, um, pick up that book. I, but when I walk into a bookstore, books jump off the shelf at me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't pick them. They, they pick me and they say, read me, read me. So um, the more you, you get into the habit of, of looking for things like that and paying attention, they become more obvious for you. And so it's not going to be a hard thing to switch to this um, 
you know, really feeling into the energy of the six and the twos of the responsibility of, of making your own decisions, it's going to take a little reprogramming maybe at the beginning. Um, I don't have to believe everything they say on the news. I don't have to believe everything that even this book says to me. I can, I can pick what feels right. I mean, that I've been telling people that for years. It's all when I read a book, a nonfiction book, I never believe everything in it. <laughs> I'm like, well, that speaks to me and that doesn't. You know, uh -huh. you have to you have to use your own your own gut, your own intuition. Um, but it, it can be fun. It can be really fun. And 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 that's something that especially this past two years, so many people have not made time for anything fun in their life because fun to them before was going someplace you know mm -hmm. getting together with people um that was the only thing they had that was fun but what if fun can be joyful even by yourself just tapping in and and, and recognizing that you are a powerful lovable human and you have so much creative energy within you what if um fun could be doing a jigsaw puzzle or or um, creating uh, creating something where you get together with friends on a phone call or Zoom. You know, it, it's different right now. Fun could be going for a walk in the snow, um, but finding something that feels fun and easy and, and joyful and rejuvenating to your body because responsibility, really a big part of that is taking care of your body and mm -hmm. loving yourself. And that's what, um, that's what this six year is gonna be about. And, and the other thing that has been coming up is that um, it's not going to be all fun and games. There are still going to be dark energies coming to the surface, as we have seen in this past year, um, you know, and all of the things in the news that have been coming up. There's so much. It feels overwhelming sometimes. All of the that person really did that. That person really said that. How could that person be that way? You know, people that we thought we trusted and we knew turn out to be not who we thought they were because the dark is all coming to light. It's all getting exposed. And there's going to be some more of that coming up for the next couple of years, but it's going to come up faster and going to be dealt with quicker. And we're going to start recognizing um, who, like you said, who we can trust and who we can't much more easily, who we can believe and who we can't, um, who we, you know, we can just watch the news and laugh and say, well, that's not true. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to believe that. So anyway, it's, I think it's going to be a really exciting year and, and more of that to come. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. I, I would agree. Um, and then, you know, going back to creating, you know, we have the option to create whatever it is we want. So if you know that in your heart, if your gut says, okay, I'm not going to follow maybe that stream of thinking anymore, or I'm going to, you know, like take care of me. So, I mean, maybe the bubble baths and candlelight, you know, will increase or maybe, reading some books that um, feed your soul, you know, that mm -hmm. uh, the, they're not meant necessarily to entertain, but to open new opportunities in your thinking. Um, I think mindfulness is going to become a huge 
part of 2022. And, um, you know, maybe um, meditation for some individuals, you know, will become a part of their lifestyle because the negativity that has been with us for all of 20 and 21 has been a very heavy dose. And I think Mm -hmm. people are feeling just overwhelmed and burdened by a lot of this negative energy. And the only person that can get you out of it is you. You know, nobody else is going to say, follow me. I'm going to take you to the promised land. You have to take yourself there. And I think, um, so reading, okay, there's, there's so much that's coming up from what you just said. Um, I, I love meditation. I love taking time for introspection. I love reading books that are inspirational. But I also love watching Hallmark movies. Mm-hmm. You know? And I, and I love um, doing, doing fun things that, that um, like, like puzzles or games or, and I think we have to, we have to not label those things as a waste of time, mm-hmm. but rather the nurturing of our, of our inner child, that little child that maybe um, got lost, especially in the past couple of years, maybe in the past couple decades that little child that where we said, I don't have time to play. This is a waste of time. This doesn't do anything good for me. Um, You know, who do I think I am that I can take time to, to play like this. Um, (laughs) And it's so important for, for your divine energy creation to be in that place of of play. Um, I think we've talked before about the importance of, opening the second chakra, Um, not just for women, although it's especially important for women, that's the womb space, that's the space of, of um, birthing and creation that way, but it's also the space of, of creating everything in your life. Um, And it is one of the keys to opening it is play, Mm -hmm. having fun. So maybe your fun comes from discovering new recipes or um, painting or dancing or singing or, you know, creating something out of clay, whatever it is that's fun for you, that's creative. um, It's really important because this year of rejuvenation and recreation and um, responsibility does not discount fun. Fun Mm -hmm. is a big part of it, okay? No, I, I, I hear what you're saying that um, I, I might have said this to you in the past, but we've only done like one other show together. And so I don't I don't remember whether I said it or not, but I had a gal in my very early shows uh, back in well four years ago plus now. And <clears throat> she communicates with angels and she channels you know, their information into books and into some of the other things that she does. But I remember her saying that her and angels, her angelic messages were that they wanted us to learn how to play and have fun, that that's why we are here and that we forget that we are still doing it at age two, three, four, five. But about the time we start going to school, I think, and we're told that, no, we have to read this and we have to do this and we have to stand in this line and we have to sit this way. Um, we start losing that spontaneity and that creative mind. 
and we may never find it again. I mean, you know, Grandma Moses found it at what, 88? Um, I think uh, Colonel Sanders found his in his 60s or something when he created Kentucky Fried Chicken. But we have to be able to listen to those creative messages and then maybe act on them as opposed to listening to something and then going, well, that's fine for them, but I don't have the time to do it. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. have to figure out how to put play and creativity back in our life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when you look at this year and you look at all the twos, um, you know, the really tapping into it, intuition and that bringing balance into your life, um, maybe partnering with some new people uh, looking at who can I partner with this year either either for fun activities or for business activities. This is a really a good year to create new partnerships. Um, something that is gonna bring balance into your lives. Something that's going to allow you to share your work and cooperate and, um, and, um, and co-create things with somebody else. It doesn't mean you have to have a partnership. It just means it might be a fun thing to do. And if it feels like a fun thing to, you, to do, then that's, Again, follow your intuition that way. Um, it's also a year, you know, six also brings in a little bit of the energy of groundedness and duty. And again, that goes back to that responsibility energy. But try to remember that responsibility doesn't have to be a burden. If responsibility feels like a burden, then you're doing it wrong. <laughs> So, um, so what's an example of that? So let's say that you have an aging parent that you feel duty bound to take care of. Um, and that's the case for so many people right now. How can you bring more joy into that, into that work that you're doing? It can feel like duty and and responsibility, and that's okay. It can be responsibility, but can it be a joyful responsibility? Can you, if you really feel burdened, can you find resources to help you? you? Can you look at different ways to do what you're doing so that there's time for fun? There's time for, um, one of the things that I absolutely love about um, working with um, elderly people is listening to stories and maybe helping them to record or, or writing down their stories. So something they have something to pass on to their children. Um, that could be a joyful way to bring some, something fun into caretaking for an elderly person. I don't know. You, there's so many different ways you can play cards with them. You can, you can, um, ask them to tell you jokes you know you can find out what's their favorite music and let's let's play some of your favorite music from back in in the 1940s you know or 1930s or whatever um bring some fun and joy into all of your things that feel like duty and responsibility so again it doesn't have to be heavy but you do have to take responsibility for your life so what does yeah, I was gonna say, I, what does that bring up for you <laughs> Well, um, I, I was just thinking back. Um, my uh, parents have been deceased for a while now, but I know I actually moved them from California to Wisconsin. 
because I knew that I couldn't be getting on an airplane and flying out as often as they were going to need me to be around. <clears throat> so they were in there, I think, late 70s, um, mid to late 70s when I had them move. And, um, you know, I found a, an apartment that was right on the river. So they had something that they enjoyed looking at every day. And, uh, but I remember, you know, planting flowers. My mom was very much into flowers. And of course, um, the weather in Wisconsin, you have a few months that you can grow things, but mm -hmm. it's not like Florida or California where you can grow things all the time. And so it would be fun to go pick out flowers with her and help her plant them uh, out on their balcony and uh, watch them grow. And, um, you know, talking about her childhood, talking about dad's, you know, childhood, um, taking them places that they no longer would safely be able to go just on their own. But um, my husband and I at the time, you know, we drove them to Chicago and we stayed for a long weekend and recreated some of the old memories that they had from Chicago. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of things, recipes that maybe that you can create mm -hmm. together again or um, yeah. going to the movies. I mean, we're not going out to the movies right now, but, you know, there's still Netflix that you can get um, streaming or, you know, do some things. A lot of the older people don't have the same skills, you know, for doing Plex or Netflix on their television. I mean, you know, it's more complicated, not so much once you know how to do it, but initially it is. So there are yeah. certainly ways that you can create in 2022 some wonderful lasting memories that, uh, and I, I love the idea. I've always thought it was cool to record if you could, because then you've got it in their voice as they're mm -hmm. talking about their childhood and their memories. So the other thing um, that comes up in, in, in a six year, in this, in this year right now, is the end of manipulation, um, which really ties into you taking responsibility for your own behavior and your own self and not allowing yourself to be manipulated by anybody else, but also ending manipulation where you see it happening. And as we, as we saw with the, the whole, um, the trial that just went on for the, the woman who was, um, I don't even know the words, <laughs> she's not coming up right now, you know, taking young girls and, and, and um, basically kidnapping them. So the sex trafficking and all of that. Um, those are some of the things that are going to be coming to light. Um, but taking responsibility for ending manipulation where you see it for ending manipulation in your own life, where you feel like you're not making your own decisions, where you're not you're just going along with the flow because it's easier and you don't want to create a, 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 you know, rock the boat or anything like that. It's a, it's time to take responsibility for your own decisions, to end manipulation, to not be manipulating other people, to get them to do things for you. Um, and, and to, to really um, think about what are your beliefs behind that? What are your beliefs? Do you're holding on to the belief of I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not powerful enough. I'm, I'm not smart enough. Those are just beliefs. None of that is true. And if you can 
maybe you need to work with somebody who can help you release some of that. Um, there's, there's many energy healers out there who do that. That's one of the main things I do is help people get rid of generational beliefs that they have been passed down to them or things that they picked up from other people. But it's time for you to create your own knowing to really listen to your soul and your heart and and end that manipulation and end, you know, end those beliefs that don't really belong to you, that you've just been kind of on remote control going through your life, getting up, going to work, coming home, feeding the kids, going to bed, getting up, going to work, you know, um, it's time to end that and, and have more meaning in your life. So this is going to be a year for that. Hmm. That'll be very interesting. One of the things that um, actually has been evolving over the last two years, um, because I've, you know, gone into doing therapy from home through Zoom or just the phone, if somebody wants to walk around and not have to sit in front of their uh, computer. And, and that's the concept that women, um, actually want equality with their partners. And yet uh, for the last, I would say two generations, you know, we've been coming out of it a little at a time, but prior to that, you know, a woman's place was in the home, quote unquote, you know, she was supposed mm -hmm. to raise the children, cook the food, take care of the house. And the man went out and did, you know, and that was coming from thousands of years <laughs> of belief that, um, you know, he was the and not just the breadwinner per se, but I mean, back in caveman days, that was what he did is, is he would go out and kill whatever was needed for food and bring it home and hopefully got home, you know, and wasn't uh, killed in the process himself. Um, so for a lot of the younger women that I talk to, they will readily say, yes, I want equality. And then you, you see that deer in the headlight kind of look on their face and it will be, can I do this? Can I be equal? Which I find mm -hmm. just fascinating because I'm of a, a generation where, you know, I probably would have said, no, it's his job and this is my job. Um, it, that has changed over the last 25, 30 years for me. But to look at somebody in their twenties and because of maybe their religious upbringing or the family that they came out of, they believe, no, he has, you know, this role. He makes the decisions in our family. And I'm going, wow, you still believe that and you're 25 years old, mm -hmm. that it's not an equal relationship. That, um, so again, going back to the twos, there's a lot of balance that's going to be coming in this year. And, and balance can look different for different people. Um, balance can be the man um, going out and, and making the money and the woman staying home with the kids. That can be an agreed upon balance in their relationship. But balance has to be coming from the heart. It can't be dictated by somebody else. Mm -hmm. So if you're, if you're really happy with the way your life is going and you feel fulfilled, staying home and, and making a beautiful home and taking care of kids and, and raising them, that can be a perfect balance for you and your partner. It may be that you've decided that he, his joy comes from 
going out and, and making money and your joy comes from being a, a creative source at home. If that's not the case, then you need to talk. You need to sit down and say, this is what I need for balance for me. This is what I need that's going to bring me joy because it's it's the time of year to reevaluate, like we said, your old beliefs and really look at what brings you both joy in partnership and, and personally. What brings you joy? How can you cooperate? How can you work together? Um, it's also uh, a year where mediation is going to be really big, where we're going to see a lot more people becoming mediators who are going to help those families that are so divided by their beliefs start to come together again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think a part of what I am observing myself <clears throat> isn't so much you know the in-home, out-of-home balance but it's the collaboration of -hmm. decisions that are made within the family so that both people feel like they have input and that they're hearing each other and they're valuing and respecting each other. Um, That it's no longer the uh, Archie Bunker style with Edith running into the kitchen and coming back out and serving Archie and Archie making all of the decisions in their family. No, absolutely. Yeah. No, there has to be that. There has to be that balance, that cooperation, compassion. Um, again, that two energy of, of um, seeing each other, mm-hmm. bringing that balance in. It's not that there has to be that energy, but there's going to be that energy. There's going to be more of it coming to the planet. And whether you open up to it or whether you deny it is totally up to you. Yeah. It's your your choice to decide if you're going to embrace that energy of the twos and try to bring more balance and more intuition into your life or whether you're going to stay stuck where you are again. And the people who stay stuck are the ones who are going to end up um, just feeling like outsiders, feeling disconnected, in some cases feeling like they wanna leave the planet. Mm -hmm. Um, They could be the ones that are getting sick um, because they're just not connecting to their soul, their intuition, their higher self. And does um, it help for, um, from where you're sitting? Um, you and I have talked about, um, how important the chakras are within our body and then extending, you know, uh, above us, uh, to the 12th chakra, which is the divine. But do you think that it helps people maybe listening is, if they've never heard of the word chakra before, you know, to look at those energy centers and understand what each one of them does. So that if our root, you know, our solar plexus, um, you know, all the way up through our crown, at least, that we have this capacity, if we are in alignment, you know, with the flow is there. We receive information, we know what to do with the information. It resonates on that heart level. It allows us to speak, you know, our truth, so to speak. Um, But I would think that that's maybe a part of this is we're so used to back years ago, it was what you read in the newspaper, right? Mm -hmm. And within the last 10 years in particular, it's talk show hosts that are disseminating information or it's the internet, our computers, our phones, but it's, 
it's not like the neighbors of old that discuss the news and it's not the newspaper anymore. And yet we're still getting information from sources that are not necessarily have our best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's whatever, at least what I'm aware of, it's whatever um, station is owned by what con- company, let's just say. So if you have a news station that's owned by a conglomeration of, of businesses, then it's whatever those businesses want the news to reflect. And then we end up with still that bias. It's not accurate news anymore. It's news that's coming to the public with a definite slant or bias based upon who owns those stations, whether it's ABC, CNN, Fox, whoever it might be. And so if you are attracted to a particular news source, then you're being impacted by whoever the owners are. (laughs) rather than going internally to your heart and saying, what is this for me? What does this mean for me? And teaching people how to go about deciphering that news or using what is in their heart's best interest, their soul's best interest, that's going to, that requires change. Yes. But it also, I think requires facing your fear. You know, that um, I'm not going to get it right. I'm going to look foolish. It's, it's denying your own power. Mm-hmm. And, and that has always been kind of my main purpose in the work that I do is helping people to recognize the powerful energy that they really are. Mm-hmm. God, goddess energy, whatever that is for you. Uh, it's really helping you to, to tap into that energy. I always start my sessions with a chakra just really quick general reading your your root chakra is at 20% what's going on there you know the root chakra is all about feeling safe and secure feeling um, grounded feeling in your body Um, your your throat chakra is at 10% okay that's telling me that you are not speaking your truth you're afraid to speak your truth you are saying you may be being manipulated allowing yourself to be manipulated um So we do a lot of clearing around chakra energy. And I teach people um, that clearing your chakras is like taking a shower. Mm -hmm. You should do it at least once, you know, a couple times a week for sure. You know, (laughs) you you wanna, you wanna, because you pick up energy from everything. You pick up energy from the food you eat. You pick up energy from driving down the highway, from being around other people at the grocery store, from watching TV. You pick up energy and it can mess with your chakras and you want your chakras to be clear. You want them to be balanced in harmony with each other and, and brilliant. And they affect not, it's not just an energy thing. They affect your physical glands and organs. Your throat chakra affects your thyroid and your thymus as well as the lymph glands in the throat and around the ears and all of that. That's all affected by how open and clear your throat chakra is. And then when we get to the solar plexus and you're talking about liver and gallbladder and, and you know, kidneys and everything else and your intestines and you know, all of that distress can be, first of all, um, 
influenced definitely by the energy of the solar plexus and how powerful do you feel and are you living with your purpose and and passion in life or are you feeling stuffed down and repressed you know so chakras is a whole nother subject we can get into but um you there's a lot of um good chakra clearing uh, meditations that you can get on youtube for free you know go find something that resonates with you and you know 10 minutes listen to it first thing in the morning or listen to it before you go to bed at night and make sure that that you are really paying attention to what is your energy and and how am i feeling and am i feeling clear so mm. yeah. And then I would say that that would be a wonderful thing for people to begin to do as we move into 2022 is where am I energetically, you know, because if we are nothing more than 50 trillion cells that are vibrating constantly, you know, whether it's um, a liver organ, or, but it's all those cells that are making up the liver, or all those mm -hmm. cells that are making up our kidneys. But if our bodies are constantly vibrational frequencies, then if we are repressed or we're being held back in our uh, consciousness and, and who we are, you know, then our, our bodies are not healthy, obviously. And then mm. those systems energetically are going to be breaking down. Right, right. So true. So energies, what I love, you know, recently, I don't know, is this year, last year, um, science actually came out with some new scientific evidence proof that meridians really do exist mm -hmm. they, they were able to to visibly see energy meridians in the human body which of course is an ancient chinese teaching or oriental could be japanese chinese whatever um that meridians have always been there then they're they're a, a way for energy to flow through our body and take messages of of you know from our heart and our brain to the rest of our body uh and if they're blocked things get stuck we have pain we have disease we have things like that so um science is starting to catch up with the energy work that we do um and i think it's going to move a lot faster in 2022 yeah and and 20 yes i have actually heard that by 2024 we will be in a whole new way of being. How so? That, that a lot of the dark energy that we've been living with for the past centuries is going to be gone. And, and we are going to be living in a very new light era. Um, and I don't have all the details on that, but, you know, just imagine. I've, I've heard that um, one prediction that came through actually from a very materialistic source of, um, you know, stock reports or something like that was that in the very near future, nobody will be driving a gas car. Everybody will be driving electric. You won't even be able to sell your gas car because it'll be obsolete. Um, and, and not only that, but um, it will be impractical for most people to even own a car because getting an Uber will be so inexpensive and they will all be automatic without a without a driver so that you'll feel completely safe <laughs> and people will just take ubers and, and garages and parking lots will be turned into parks and and other things like that <laughs> so how about that for a vision of the future 
That would be a wonderful one as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I realize that a lot of people look at their car as their independence, you know, like I can get in it and go someplace. But mm -hmm. if you knew that you had an electric vehicle that was going to pick you up, take you wherever you wanted to go, um, it might be taking you to a park that was 10 miles away and then coming mm -hmm. back because you'll have your phone to be able to say, I, I want to schedule a return ride at five yeah. o'clock this afternoon. It's just going to be there's going to be more ease. There's going to be more um, meeting of the minds, you know, as far as what's appropriate and good for the planet, mm -hmm. you know, more respect. I think respect is one of those R words that's going to come up in this year as well. Right. As we move into reinvention and relationships and, and responsibility, I think respect is a big part of it. I would say huge. Um, David Attenborough has done a couple of recent uh, documentaries on saving the planet, you know, his perspective. And, you know, we have not respected anything as far as I can see about, you know, rainforest or the animals that live there. It's all been, you know, I, I want this property to grow food or I want this property to raise cattle um, you know, and not looking at other alternatives. And I know there is different places in Africa where they've learned to work with the animals that were there. Uh, so they're beginning to pay attention to this balance, you know, between nature and, and man. Uh, so yeah, I, I think the respect portion and respecting other individuals. I mean, like mm -hmm. you mentioned earlier, this um, some of the lawsuits um, that are, are being settled and some of the court decisions that are being settled have really to do with respect. Mm -hmm. We have a long way to go. I mean, mm -hmm. like I said, there's, there's a lot of dark um, energy that's fighting for survival right now. We see it in politics. We see it in governments. We see it in the private sector. Um, it's coming to light so that we can actually see it now. It's always been there, but it's been kind of hidden and not talked mm -hmm. about. Mm -hmm. And now it's coming to light so that um, people are rising up and saying, I'm done. I'm done with this. I, I want something better. I deserve something better. And this is what we're going to create. Right. And it and seems like the, the energy coming from different sources that's beginning to say this, I mean, it's, it's different cultures, it's, you know, different races, but it's a similar theme. You know, like you said, I'm done. I don't want to do it this way anymore. There has to be a better way. Let's figure it out. Let's collaborate. Let's go forward. And yes. um, so that energy is there and it's gaining momentum, which is mm -hmm. wonderful to see. Yes. Yeah. I think that's kind of the theme of what we're talking about today is this year is going to be one of of taking a look at our beliefs, taking a look at what makes us feel good. How can we be more responsible for ourselves? How can we move forward in a loving, compassionate way that is brings more balance to the planet? And uh, I'm ready, let's go, let's make it happen. <laughs> I uh, was given a crystal, you'll, you'll enjoy this, um, uh, what I'm gonna tell you, but I was given a crystal probably I want to say 40 years ago, at least now. And it was two guys that said they found it. Now I found this really amazing. So I don't know exactly how this worked, but 
they were living in um, California down around Laguna. I don't know whether you know where that is, is out there mm -hmm. on the coast, but they were living there. My parents were in Santa Monica, so I was out visiting them. And they had just moved from St. Louis, which is where I was living. They moved to Laguna. So when I went out to visit them, I wanted to say hi. So uh, my mom and I actually drove from Santa Monica down to Laguna and visited for the afternoon. <clears throat> and they <coughs> walked out of uh, one of the rooms carrying this pretty good size. If, if you look at the palm of your hand, from the tip of your fingers to where your wrist would be, it's about that big. And they said they'd found it on the beach. And I'm thinking, how on earth could something this size have just appeared on a beach? But that's what they said. And they said that they also knew that I, that I was going to be visiting and that it was to go to me, that I was supposed to receive it. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't even know what kind of crystal it was. And I'm not sure they knew what it was. So they, I said, well, what am I supposed to do with it? And they said, well, you'll know in time, but it's yours. And, and you're supposed to be the caretaker of this crystal. So over the years, I learned more about crystals and their energy. And this one is actually an Isis Lemurian crystal. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it is powerful. It is. I've yeah. had different people hold it and they were like blown away with the energy that's in it. And mm -hmm. so I keep it in my bedroom and I keep the Isis facet of it pointed at where I sleep. So I'm hopefully bringing in all the information that is in that crystal, you know, into my being. Um, and I've never let it out of my sight. It's always been with me. So, Lurian, yeah, those crystals are just in the past, maybe 10 years, maybe less, just starting to come to the planet. They've been buried for a long time and they're starting to surface. So, so it's possible that it actually did come up through the sand and they just found or it. came up. Yeah. Came was washed ashore for yeah. them. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that just, I mean, I get goosebumps when I think about it because, um, you know, I was very young. I was very inexperienced in all of this, but I guess, you know, somehow they, you know, they felt that, I was the recipient. They found it. They knew I was coming and they handed it to me and awesome. said, okay, this is yours Yay. to take care of. <laughs> we need more friends like that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I have crystals in every room. Mm -hmm. um, I have a lot of them in the bedroom that are all nurturing kind of crystals, but there's not a room uh, that I have that doesn't have some major crystals in them. So yeah, mine are everywhere too. Yeah. And I keep getting them for, for gifts. I just got this one for Christmas from my son. Oh, that is beautiful. People can't see what I'm looking at, but uh, it is a clear quartz, but it's fractured. It's, it's got so many different. Um, it's got lots of windows. It's got intrusions in it. Uh -huh. um, but yeah. If, did you know that if you hold up um, a crystal like that, if you hold it up to the light, and you can see the doorway through it, you know, a window through mm -hmm. it to the other side, that there's, it's totally clear that that is your pathway. Like if you have something you really desire, if you mm -hmm. speak your wish through that doorway, that it goes directly into the universe where it will be answered. That's what has a lot of windows. 
Well, <laughs> maybe maybe you'll have to put different wishes through different windows. Oh, um, wow. I, I always found one that was like super clear um, mm-hmm. and the ones that I would pick for me. And um, so that would be, you know, it's, it's kind of like a, a fantasy world in a way where you can imagine mm-hmm. just walking through and having all of these prisms around you, but then being able to walk right through. Oh, right. I have so many, like on my, on my dowsing chart, I have, have it surrounded by crystals, um, which really bring in a focused energy when I'm, when I'm working with dowsing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's just, it's fun. There's, there's just a lot of fun energy around crystals, around oils, around plants, around trees, you know. And we just are now beginning to figure it out, which is all good. Yeah. I think there's a lot of us that are here that are definitely here to help heal, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's healing the person or healing the planet or just energetically changing that frequency. Mm -hmm. Um, There was, I don't know whether I told you this or not, but in um, a year ago, this last fall, um, I was in Georgia and uh, these deer would uh, visit I was at a like an Airbnb so there was a story that the deer would come to feed and we could you know feed them corn and so I thought well I think deer love apples as well so I had apples with me as well as corn and we cut them up the the very first morning that we were there sure enough there were about seven or eight of them that showed up um, because we were in the woods and they came out Mm -hmm. through the woods and were standing basically by um, the yard and then the sidewalk. And so I was still in, you know, like a night shirt. And so I went out with these uh, apples uh, quartered and one of the deer locked eyes with me. It was a female and she walked towards me little by little by little because I just had my hand held out with the apple in it. And Mm -hmm. so it was a totally wild deer that came and took the apple out of my hand. And she nice. never, ever took her eyes off of me. Um, of <laughs> so it was just, you know, she would bow her head a little bit, but mm-hmm. she came all the way up and took the apple. Nice. That's a great experience. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. So as our show comes to an end, um, I think there would be people that either want their chakras cleared or maybe they want to know how their lives are going to be different in 2022. So why don't you explain how, what you can do for them and how they can reach you? Well, the easiest thing and what I really ask um, all my new clients to do is to go to my website, which is the joy of being well.com and to click on the free discovery session where it gives us a chance. You'll have some questionnaire, a little questionnaire to fill out. And then it gives us a chance to talk and see you know, how we can work together, what I can do for you. Um, One of the sessions that you can then um, schedule if if you decide we want to work together is the chakra um, clearing and balancing session, which will be recorded for you. And you can listen to it whenever you you choose. It could be your personal daily chakra clearing. Um, But then there's several other uh, programs that I do and, and sessions that I do. I do teach dowsing. I do um, the compassionate soul work is all about working with the inner child and traumas that you might have experienced as as a child. Um, You come out of that feeling like you have no triggers anymore um, Mm. from 
the heart, reclaiming your divine heart, really goes into the heart chamber. You are there with me, and we are finding those messages, those beliefs, those ideas that need to be cleared out and clearing them out um, really strongly. Um, people come out of that feeling like a completely new person and find that other people react to them in a different way than they've ever experienced before. There's um, people will start conversations at the grocery store or um, hold the door for them or call them out of the blue that they haven't heard from in 10 years. You know, so people will find the love of their life or find a new job or, you know, so a lot of different things can happen, but yeah, if you just go to the joy of being well.com and, and, you know, kind of look around at the different sessions um, and then schedule a free discovery call. It sounds like a great way to begin this year to me. So I hope, I hope listeners will take advantage of that and go there and I will have uh, the link on the show. So when they listen to the show, they'll see the synopsis and the links will be there to, so that they can find you. All right. Well, thank you for being my guest again. Uh, we will see you uh, in the spring. And um, for everybody who listened to this particular show, you know, share it. Um, it's up on Spotify. It's on Apple. It's on Google and it's on iHeartRadio. Or you can send them to the website, which is www.SynergyConnectionRadio.com. Um, but either way, um, you know, share Mary's knowledge, um, her ability to help you navigate 2022 in a much healthier, um, beautiful, enjoyable, happy way than you might otherwise, you know, do. So I uh, hope you take advantage of her expert skills. In the meantime, you know, go out there and make this your very best life. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Boomers Forever Young is really making a name for themselves as an exciting nutritional company with products that really work. People from all over the country are starting to take notice. Their whole person approach to health and wellness, combined with their unique array of powerful natural health products, are setting them apart from all the other companies in the nutrition industry. Their customers love the one-on-one -on -one free consultations and the results they experience. Sound a little too good to be true? Then go online to boomerboost.com today and sign up for a free consultation with a product specialist or just give us a call at 1-800-861-4609. Again, that's boomerboost.com or call 1-800-861-4609 to join the thousands already experiencing the benefits of Boomers Forever Young products.